Naturopath Podcast. I'm Jodie Duval and I'm a functional naturopath in Perth, WA. This is a place where you can expand your knowledge on how to optimise your health and realise your full potential. We'll have cutting edge information with expert guests and having lots of fun along the way. Get ready to be empowered and motivated to reach your higher vitality and find your ultimate potential. Let's go! Revital Health is a proud member of the Health Optimization Network. Health Optimization Medicine and Practice is a 501c3 nonprofit on a mission to educate doctors and practitioners on how to optimize for health rather than treating disease. If you're interested in becoming a practitioner or donating, head over to homehope.org. Revital Health Clinic is the first and only of its kind exclusive health optimization clinic in Australia with state of the art technology protocols and personalized healthcare, compounded medicines made specifically to your testing individualities. To find out more, head to revitalhealth.com.au. The podcast is back for 2022 and Jen is our first guest. She has an incredible passion for mums and mums-to-be of all ages to get the recognition of the individual care they need in an industry not ready to fully support them. There is so much more to just the aesthetics and changing bodies of mums. It's the pressure we put on ourselves and the views portrayed on how superwomen mums need to be and the impacts far reaching, including lack of sleep, hormones, eating, and then add more stress by the wrong exercise. This needs to be specific and targeted, personalized for mums. So Jen Dugard runs through with us what's wrong in the industry, how she approaches fitness and body perception differently, and she talks us through her mum's safe training program and how she targets and changes the narrative for mums. We hope you enjoy Jen's fantastic, really, really highly regarded in her industry, and I really enjoyed this chat with her. All right, welcome, Jen. Uh, we are here, everyone, to talk to Jen Dugard. She's the expert in fitness for mums, you know, the, the aspect of mental attitude for all of the processes that we go through from pregnancy to postpartum and then kids and all that crazy stuff. So it's very close to my heart with two kids. Young, I can't say young kids anymore because they're six and nine. So gosh, what's happened to me? <laughs> I'm getting old, Jen. Um, so yeah, welcome, Jen. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Jodie. I'm super excited to be here. And if your kids are old, that means mine are old too, because mine are 11 and 13. So (laughs) (laughs) we're all getting old. We can be, we can be young old together. We can. (laughs) So Jen, talk to me a little bit about how, um, so you, Mum Safe is, um, you know, all about you. And I want to to give the audience a little bit of a rundown of, of what it means to be you in your life and how you started out, what made you passionate in this area. Obviously, being a mum is a huge part of that, as, as I can, um, you know, see myself as well. But run me through sort of how, how you led to this point. I'll do the quick version because it's mm. been nearly 15 years. So... <laughs> Yeah, don't go by you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I won't. So I started life as an everyday PT in a big box gym before my son was born. He was born in 2008. And then when he was born, I found myself in this world of me discovering what it was like to be a mum and um, move forward in my fitness journey and my health journey and body image and, and even parenting and relationship journey. Um, and I um, created a brand called Body Beyond Baby. So Body Beyond Baby started life as group exercise with on-site ch- childcare. Um, and that was because I wanted to get take time out 
when I was exercising. So I wanted to then provide that service for other mums when they were exercising. Um, If we fast forward 10 years, I sold that business and um, I created a pre and postnatal accreditation or certification for fitness professionals called Safe Return to Exercise. Mm -hmm. So that was in the quest to help as many mums as possible and realising that I couldn't do it on my own. Um, I retained the Body Beyond Baby brand, but merged it into what is now known as MumSafe. So MumSafe is the go-to place online for mums to find a fitness professional that knows how to work with them. Um, So we offer ongoing education to the trainers that are MumSafe trainers. They have to meet certain criteria to get there. Um, And we offer them business skills. So I'm helping them to recreate what I created 10 years ago um, and to be the best possible service for mums in their area okay wow that's incredible well done thank you it's been a long time yeah do you know what I've noticed with so many mums of uh, you know clients of mine and also friends of mine things are birthed out of giving birth motherhood yes yeah out of motherhood there's so many women that start businesses after becoming a mum it's and it's sort of the worst time to do it when you think about it but it's actually the most creative time it's it's incredible i think it's holding on or actually aligning with what you wanted to Mm. do before and it's just giving you that realization of what's really important to you in your life yeah i think think you hit the nail on the head it gives you the realization of what's important so a lot of women moving away from corporate jobs and all that kind of thing to spend more time with their children and we only get one life so yeah yeah it's a good time to make a transition absolutely absolutely so step me through some of the the the, the way that you view fitness after motherhood or giving birth and even yep. during pregnancy, how is it different to, and why did you want to create something like this in a different way? Like what did you see the gaps? Yeah. So it's funny. My journey's changed a lot over the, the 10, 15 years that I've been doing this. And it, I, I will say that when I started this journey, it was about me getting my body back. I was 27 and I wasn't educated. Like I was into the body image side of things. And I was given all of these images on social media and in the media of what a postpartum body could look like. And I was on this quest to get my pre-baby body back. Fast forward to now, and I'm on a quest to eradicate the words get your pre-baby body back from the fitness industry. And I think fitness professionals do mums a, a, a real disservice when we assume that they're coming to us in order to lose weight. So one of the ways I view, I guess, exercise during pregnancy and postpartum is that it's not about smaller is better. Um, it's not about trying to go back to the exercise that you were doing before you fell pregnant as quick as possible in the quest of a, I guess, a a physical um, or a, even a performance goal. Mm. So we really encourage, and I guess the mum safe mission is safe and effective exercise for mums of all ages. So I think it's kind of good that we have older children because yes, this conversation is really relevant to our early postnatal mums um, and our pregnant mums, but there's a lot of mums with older children that are still suffering from um, contraindications that happen during pregnancy and childbirth and postpartum that are potentially living in silence because as much as we're talking about pelvic floor to our mums of younger children now, and I do think we're doing a better job. It's not as good as it should be, but it's better. We're not doing it as much for mums of older children. Mm. So I guess my philosophy is how do we change the conversation 
for pregnant mums, for postpartum mums, early postpartum, and then way beyond that so that we can help mums to have more education themselves and to keep themselves safe in any exercise environment, which includes um, teaching them how to listen to their body, um, things about pelvic floor, abdominal separation, working with the right person. So I guess it's, it's getting rid of that body image quest for a certain body and also the quest for um, that we think harder is better and all of that kind of stuff within the industry. So let's change the way that we're, we're really exercising throughout our whole lives. Yeah, yeah, which is so important. And as you say, you know, the, the aesthetics, there's always a focus on the aesthetics of mm. how mums should look. Yep. We, are, we, we change and that's natural. We are changing in our minds, in our philosophies, in our, in, in our actual physical bodies all the way throughout life. And it doesn't mean that that process of becoming a mum means that we're putting this segregation of mm. your body's going to change for the worst. <laughs> yeah. Why is that said? Same with lots of other things in terms of, you know, with my clients, you know, being having a naturopathic clinic, I see so many hormonal issues come mm. through, but there's no education around that. There's no, there's no aspect of, you know, awareness surrounding those hormonal changes. Yeah. And knowing how to treat a woman is very, not, very different to how we treat men with their hormonal cycles. And this is a big part of what I do with my women is, is education surrounding their, their actual monthly cycle yes. versus their daily cycle because yep. things change every time they have a hormonal fluctuation. Yeah. The diet, the exercise, which is so important. You know, people will do the wrong exercise at the wrong time of the month. Yep. They're offsetting all their, their gains or all their goals where they wanted to get to and feeling not very good either. Absolutely. So, talk to me about the different aspects of when, where you focus in terms of, um, you know, a, a plan for, for mums or, you know, how you structure this. Obviously, there's, there's the newborn mums where there's so much lack of sleep that's, you know, don't even have time to eat because you're breastfeeding. And then you go into, I would say, those different stages after that and then dealing with all those gripes and groans and changes and <laughs> absolutely yeah so step me through a bit of what processes go on when you meet a, a, a mum and where you go from there yeah great question so I think the number one process is to do a really thorough pre-exercise um, questionnaire with her and mm-hmm. um, that's something that we teach all of our trainers in safe routine for exercise and it's something that all of our mum safe trainers do so they can't go live on our website before they've shown us the pre-exercise questionnaire that they're going to go through their mums with and we teach them how to do that as well. Um, We really get to know their body from the inside out. So for a pregnant mum, we want to know things about her pelvic floor. We want to know, I mean, postpartum as well, but if we think about a pregnant woman who may be considering a vaginal delivery, um, we want to know, does she have any symptoms of what we call a hypertonic pelvic floor as well as a weak or a lax pelvic floor. So for anyone that doesn't understand a hypertonic pelvic floor, it's a muscle that's too tight. Um, what that means, and we want, we do want a strong pelvic floor, but I think there's a, a misconception between a strong and a tight pelvic floor. A tight muscle is still a weak muscle because it can't move through that full range of motion. Um, so when we're working with a pregnant mum, not only do we want to make sure her pelvic floor is functioning to keep her continent, but we want to make sure that she, we ask questions about, um, you know, does she experience back 
pain? Does she experience painful sex? Does she experience recurring UTI infections? Because all of these things could lead towards a possibility of a hypotonic pelvic floor. And if we've got a pregnant mum who's exercising with us, and then we do a whole heap of exercises that wind her pelvic floor up even more, we're doing her an incredible disservice. Um, and then we want to make sure that in that conversation, we refer her to a women's health physiotherapist. Um, because as fitness professionals, even though we specialize in mums, it doesn't matter how good we are at our job, we cannot see or feel her pelvic floor. Um, so we need to make sure that we have our eyes on the inside. So that's where our partnerships with women's health physiotherapists come into play. So we would do a really thorough pre-exercise questionnaire with her and then explain to her the benefits of working with a women's health physiotherapist in pregnancy. Um, so, you know, if you've got a hypertonic pelvic floor and you know that at 20 weeks pregnant, you could potentially then work with your women's health physiotherapist to on relaxing your pelvic floor. And then you'll know by 36, 38, 40 weeks, whether that process has worked um, or whether it's a conversation and fitness professionals are not, it's not within our scope of practice to say, well, I think you should go down this road. It's in our scope of practice to say, well, have you had a conversation with your carer and your women's health physio to work out what the best um, birth experience might be for you or your personal preference? Um, just to caveat that, you'll even, you'll get women that have got a hypertonic pelvic floor and they know that right at the end of their pregnancy and they'll still opt for a vaginal delivery, um, but they are very well informed of the potential outcomes. Um, so, and then we even find women that know the outcomes that still have a traumatic delivery they come out better because they knew what they were getting into and they made a, a I guess, an educated decision about their own body. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And not yeah. much, not many conversations are around that hypertonic issue because, and it's not, it's not actually um, given to women as a, not a choice, but an education beforehand. And there's so many things that aren't, you know, when I went through the process of pregnancy, birth, and then baby, there's so many things like, oh my gosh, I wish I knew this before, or I wish someone had told me that this is what I would be experiencing. It would have made the whole process a lot less anxious. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of the other phrases that we want to get rid of. We don't. We want to stop women get, getting to post birth, or even you know, ten years beyond that, and going, why did nobody tell me this stuff exactly. when I needed to know? Um, yeah. And then I guess with the, so that's the pregnancy, initial pregnancy process. And we do a very similar thing postpartum, early postpartum. Um, we would ask them about their delivery, would ask them about their pregnancy. And um, we want to know if they had a vaginal delivery, if they did, if they were pushing for a long time, because that might tell us that, well, that would tell us that they've had an extra downward pressure on their pelvic floor. It could be hypertonic, but it now could be, um, I guess, damaged or traumatized due to pushing for a long time. Um, did did they have an episiotomy? Did they have tearing? Did it result in an emergency C-section? So all of these things, a fitness professional that knows how to work with mums wants to ask so that we know we can get an idea. We'd never say to someone, oh, okay, well, this means X, Y, and Z, but it gives us this picture in our head. And then again, with that postpartum woman, we guide her to see a women's health physiotherapist um, so that we can assess pelvic floor. She can assess pelvic floor, abdominal walls. So finding out if she's got any abdominal separation or anything like that. And then also, you know, things about like their pelvis might be, I hate the word unstable, but um, they might have pain through the pe 
pelvis or something else going on. So we're really, really drilling down into the individual that we've got in front of us, um, where she is right now, what journey she's been on, and then what we can best do with her. So it really is that two-step process to begin with of understanding her birth story and her or her pregnancy journey, sending her to a women's health physiotherapist. And then after that, we can then start to create a an exercise program or adapt, say, let's say she's training in a group environment, adapt the programming that she has with for her body in that program. Mm-hmm. Um, same with older mums, you know, we might not start with what's your birth story, but we might start with, do you have any pelvic floor symptoms? You know, let me check you for abdominal separation. And then we backtrack to say, well, do you remember if you had, um, you were pushing for a long time? Um, yeah. And then every single session I train as a checking in with a mum to say, how did you sleep last night? Is your baby feeding well? Or are you, what else is going on? Are you feeling, you know, in your mental health, are you feeling okay? Because sessions again need to be adapted on a daily basis, depending on how she's turning up in that specific session. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's fantastic that you've got there and, you know, I've not seen a dedication in this way for that individual. So this personalized, specific, targeted support for women, meeting them where they're at, which Absolutely. is something that's very, very important to me when I'm dealing with my clients too. Yeah, exactly. I really appreciate that. That's the way that you run it. And no wonder it's taken off and there are so many people wanting to jump on board. So thank you. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So now tell me a little bit about some examples of how, and I, and I love the empowerment of, of, of the women knowing how they can deal with them, you know, some of these different exercise scenarios as well. So you're giving them education in how their bodies can cope. So give me some examples um, specific to certain conditions possibly mm-hmm. for certain women and how that might change their outlook on exercise or movement. So specific exercises or oh, yeah. specific yeah. conditions and then how okay. you so like the pelvic floor or like the separation or just the mums that have just given birth (laughs) what do they do yeah yeah. Yeah, no great question yeah i really like that um so let's let's talk about um let's go a let's say a weak pelvic floor and when i say weak i'm not talking hypertonic weak i'm talking about a pelvic floor with a low tone Mm -hmm. so a woman who has a pelvic floor with a low tone might find that she can't contract her pelvic floor well um, so let's say she's moving forward in an exercise class. We, um, the trainer that she's working with hopefully would ask her if she can feel her pelvic floor during the exercises that she's, she's being given. So for example, if we were doing a squat, um, the whole class is doing a squat and we might go to the bottom of the squat and we might say to her, can you just pause for a second and quickly relax and contract? We don't want you to completely relax your pelvic floor under load, but we want to do this very quick check-in. So release, contract super quick to find out if at the hardest point of the exercise, she can feel her pelvic floor. Mm-hmm. Now, you might have some mums that just go, I feel like I'm pushing out at the bottom of the squat. And a mum can do this in a lounge room, you know, we've probably, even if she's not going to an exercise class, maybe she's squatting with the baby because she's seen something on Instagram, but is that squat with the baby suitable for her? Can she carry that load? So starting with a body weight squat, going down into the squat, quick release and contract. Um, if you can feel your pelvic floor, you can continue with that exercise. Um, if you can't feel your pelvic floor, you could move into, let's say a, you know, you might sit onto a chair and then at the bottom of when you're sitting on the chair, you might consciously activate your pelvic floor before you come up to a stand. So you're giving your body that little bit of a of a break. Um, I will caveat all of this when I'm talking about pelvic floor and back to the women's health physio is 50% of women, when they think that they're drawing their pelvic floor up, they're actually pushing out. So it's really important that 
women don't just listen to me and go, oh, okay, cool. When I'm doing my squat, I'll try and do that. If you can imagine someone doing that exercise, but instead of drawing up their pelvic floor, they're pushing out. Now they're at the bottom of a squat, pushing out lots of times, but they may have mixed up that movement pattern in their brain. So get, go to a women's health physio, check that you're doing it properly and then do things like this. Um, what else? Let's think about if someone's got a, um, any kind of pelvic pain. So different pelvic pain, we might get, um, pubic symphysis, which is that pain right on the, on the, the bone at the front. So if someone gets pain, a shearing pain, um, or it's painful to touch, um, or any other pe- pain around the pelvis, you might get experience sci- sciatic pain. So that's the shooting, um, kind of a shooting pain down the back of your leg, or it might show up as pins and needles in your foot or even calf pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're experiencing any, any kind of pelvic symptoms, um, whether you're pregnant or postpartum, the biggest guideline that we say, or the, the number one rule is no single leg exercises. So we want to take out lunges. Um, walking is a single leg exercise, which is not great news because a lot of mums love to walk. Um, yeah, it does. If you're pregnant, just avoid it as much as possible. Maybe get in the pool or do something that doesn't hurt. Postpartum, we all know that you want to take, probably want to take babies for a walk and, and it's that mental health space as well, but just making sure you're limiting your walking time, definitely not running and then not adding any more single leg exercises into what you have to do on a daily basis to get, get through life. Um, So that would be another, I guess, contraindication for either pregnant or postpartum. The cool thing about pelvic pain in pregnancy is there's a percentage, I can't remember the percentage off the top of my head, but there's a certain percentage of mums and it's research driven that the the pelvic pain goes away straight away postnatally um, because of the reduced weight of the baby and things like that. So fingers crossed, if that's you, that's what you're going to experience. Yeah. yeah, that's a couple. What else? Interesting. So, and when, just by you saying that, when women don't have a directed program, whether it is through a program like yours or mm. it's through a physio, we're really running blind. Like yeah. literally going out there and not knowing where our bodies start lying and just seeing all these aspects of what's been given to us by social media and other fitness programs and then just trying to go at it on our own, which is is tricky when we've got everything else also going on and then you could be doing the wrong thing and then hurt yourself more. So leading on to that, where, where is the industry and what's currently going on and where the exercises that people are prescribing, how are they going wrong at the moment? Give me some examples ah. people need to be looking out for. And I know we probably have a whole conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just to give people an idea of why we need to focus and why we need to have this individualised. It's so hard, isn't it? Because there's no actual one set of exercises for that we can say are safe pregnancy or postnatal exercises because every single woman is different. Um, Where we're going wrong is treating women as a one size fits all scenario. So if you've signed up to an online program and I'm not, I don't want to take anything away. There's some fantastic online programs out there and there's some fantastic ones that are catering for mums really well. Um, but if nobody is saying to you, um, so we talk about the five key contraindications. So they're five things that show up time and time again in our pregnant and postpartum mums. Mm-hmm. So that's pelvic floor, abdominal separation or abdominal control, wrist pain, knee pain, and pelvic pain. Um, a lot of people don't talk about wrist pain and knee pain. No, but if- you know you've just brought that up to me because I remember being pregnant and yeah. after pregnancy, my wrist was so sore and I couldn't do any push-ups. I couldn't yeah. do them on my fists. 
And yeah. yeah, no one ever told me that that could also be a, an issue. Thing. Yeah, so, yeah, so some women will get carpal tunnel syndrome, which is a compression yeah. in their wrists, and then yeah. other women, women will get, it's more from the overuse, or they'll get what's called mum thumb, which yeah. makes it really, it's got a long name, um, really sore up through here. Yeah. Um, but we, I guess going back to the point that we were talking about before, is we want our mums to be ex- exposed to an exercise program that says, this is the exercise, and this could be you or this could be you or this could be you or this could be you. And whichever one of those you are, this is the alternative exercise. So all of our mum safe trainers might, they might have, let's say a squat, a lunge, push up and a row in their programming, but they'll have a squat and then they'll go, okay, well, if someone's got a pelvic floor weakness, what do we need to adapt that to? Um, same with abdominal separation. Does it affect that exercise? And if it does, how do we change it? Wrist, knees, pelvis, um, and then anything else. And that's the education that we want to give to our postpartum mums. So um, it really is about, it's not about dependence-based care. It's about helping women to understand um, what, where their body is right now, what their ex- what exercises they can adapt to, to suit their body. And then so that they can keep themselves safe in any exercise environment, because I would love for a woman, let's say she's been doing a mums and bubs class with a mum safe trainer. Um, then she goes back to work. Maybe that mum safe trainer in her area doesn't offer a morning session, but she's now educated enough to go to the local boot camp or the F45 down the road that doesn't have a, an accredited or a certified pre and postnatal trainer. And she can go, I'm just going to change it for this. And she can then, she's so empowered. And then what do mums do? They go tell people, right? So she'll say this to her mum, oh, if you've got a pelvic floor weakness, try this, but then go see a women's health physio. Um, Where's the industry at? We're not doing it well enough yet, but we're trying. Um, And I think it really is about not just educating trainers, because there's some trainers out there that don't know that they need to be more educated. Um, but really educating mums, because if mums know that they need to find a trainer that knows how to work with them, then more trainers will get asked. And then the trainers that don't know will go get certified. So it has to be, you know, a good thing for mums to be the most informed, empowered person in this scenario. Um, at the moment, it basically, if they stumble upon a trainer that knows how to work with them and they get the information, or if they've had a obstetrician that sends them to a women's health physio, um, but there's not enough general knowledge out there at the moment. Yeah. And it's 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 amazing to be able to do that because then they're selecting, obviously, and then they're they're spreading the word. So the mums yeah. are, you know, talking about it, and we, we know how mums can talk. <laughs> yes. yes, that's what I say to all of our trainers. It's like you do a you are the most powerful person in their relationship because you're like their best friend, but you're once removed. Yeah. You're like the hairdresser, but you see them more, yeah. um, and you can have some really great conversations and and really point them in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. And it's that continuity of care, but also that holistic approach. Mm. Um, And again, I really like that aspect that you've created here, because again, in my practice, I do that too, in that holistic sense of looking at all aspects of the woman's health, as well as, you know, you're looking at all aspects and, and crossing over the other areas that you can't see, making sure you've got a complete hold on that case and making sure that they're best cared for the best um, the way that they, you can and all your trainers can care for them. So you're not missing parts. And that's where we, in the industry of healthcare in general, we miss parts. We're targeted. We're looking at, you know, just in my, in my industry, just the liver or just this. Yep. Or, uh, but looking at the whole picture that creates that, that, that holistic health and that wellness and that happiness and then that empowerment, which is so important. So, yeah, amazing. Really, Absolutely. really love it. She so, needs a team. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> you do need a team. Um, so tell me what's next for you. Where are you headed now? 
Um, you know, is there anything extra coming up for you? Are you, are you working on something? Uh, We've also written a book too. So we can, you can tell me all about that. I've got my book here. I'll show you. <laughs> this is um, my book. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I wrote that back in 2013. So I feel like I'm ready to write another one now. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my goodness. I don't know how you found time. To I don't know either. Yeah, no. The reason I see someone who's written a book, I'm just like, where do you, like what, what do you do? Like how? <laughs> I actually got up at 3am for 30 days and wrote a thousand words a day because I had kids like you and I was like, I can't find any other time. So I yeah. can't do that for a long time. Now. It's, <laughs> it's a night time short show. Yeah. over and done with. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's next? So I guess our mission this year is really to get in front of as many mums as possible, which is why doing a podcast like this and, and chatting to you is it's lights me up. It's, it's another group of mums that are going to, going to, you know, become more educated in, in their exercise journey. Um, there is a podcast on the way um, for mums and also for trainers. So we'll be taking the two-pronged approach because I talk to trainers and we talk to mums. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing for us this year is educating like strategic partnerships and I guess working with as many other people that are working with mums as possible so that we can all come together, share each other's messages um, and make sure that as many women as possible are being looked after to the best of, of our ability. Um, we will be looking at um, running some complimentary workouts on our Facebook page um, by our mum safe team. So that way they can get a, um, I guess a, a a sample or a get to know the trainers and then they can go find a trainer in their area mm -hmm. um there was something else that just came to mind and that just disappeared but that's okay <laughs> there's a big long list but um yeah, yeah <laughs> I, know, I know it's like being an entrepreneur or you know being a business mum you just so constantly oh I want to do that yeah Okay. Yeah, that's coming. Yeah. That'll be next year though. <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's funny yeah. I think the more experience you get the more experience you go I'm going to do this for this six months and then I'm going to do this. And this bit comes after that rather, tr rather than trying to do all of the things all at, at once. once. Yeah. Yeah. The process that needs to yeah. 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 Excellent. So um, give everyone, you know, where to find you, what we you know, what, what socials, all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. So know where to go. Yeah, no, one thing I'd love to share is we have a free program. So we're talking about education, educating mums yeah. um, on mumsafe.com.au. Um, there's a, a little button. You can, it's a free program called Safe Return to Exercise for New Mums. Yeah. And that is a program that bridges the gap from that six-week checkup to going to sit, going, moving forward into the exercise that they want to do. So it covers understanding their birth story. It covers um, mental health. We... Um, we had Nicole Hyatt of um, COPE come on and do, do that section with us, which is really important. Um, we talk to a women's health physio so they can really understand their body from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Then we do guide them into some exercises that they can start to do when they feel ready and then talk about that, how to move forward into the next exercise process. So that is completely free and it just sits on the mum safe website. Mm -hmm. um, so, yep, if you're a mum that's listening, it's mumsafe.com.au. We are on Instagram as the same. We couldn't get the mum safe handle. We're working on that. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, if you happen to be a trainer and you're listening, See my my website is gendergard.com and I'm the same on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for sharing all that information. And even I've got a lot out of it. Which <laughs> is, it's good when you get those little pearls. You're like, hold on a second. Like, what's? Yeah, I remember that. That's yeah. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Absolutely. So um, the empowerment, I really love what you're doing for women and it'll be great to see where, where you're going from now and definitely keep in touch. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Jodie. I appreciate having me. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for listening to the Revital Health Podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Revital Health, as well as our website, revitalhealth.com.au, for upcoming podcasts, workshops, and speaking events. Find out about specials happening in the clinic and all the show notes and links mentioned in the podcast. Please remember that this information discussed here is general information and is not intended to diagnose or treat individuals. Please speak to your healthcare professional before embarking on any new treatments, lifestyle changes, medicines or supplementation to assess your suitability. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon.